Welcome to Bring It to the Runway. My name is Joe Batanz. It's a brand new show with a brand new host where we're going to talk exclusively about the looks of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. Today we're doing Meet the Queens and we have a new host. We're going to meet him right now. His name is Christian Ochoa. And guess what? He's going to bring it to the runway. I hate myself for just doing that segue. Uh, Christian, how are you? Hi, Joe. Hello, everyone listening. I'm doing fabulous. Yeah, now, the people listening right now, they just know your name is Christian Ochoa, right? But mm-hmm. um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Why Why should we listen to you? I think we should, but why should they listen to you? So my point of view is quite unique. I grew up in a place where there was no sense of fashion or style. I am from the very Republican area of California. Um, I am a child of two Mexican immigrants. And my mom is from Jalosotitlan, Jalisco, which is known for beauty. It's known for pageantry. It's known for being very chic. Women don't go out in public to run an errand without a full face of makeup, hair done, clothed. Um, so I grew up with a very high standard and high taste level coming from my mom's side. And my dad is <laughs> grew up bathing in a river in a village. So they couldn't be more opposite, right? Uh-huh. But my father's mother, um, my abuelita, Doña Mari, mm-hmm would tell me these stories how she didn't have money for makeup. They didn't have makeup there. So she would go to the cactuses and get the flowers that would bud from them and use it as rouge for her cheeks. So she'd make her own blush and she would make her own perfume from certain flowers that were growing in El Campo. Mm -hmm. And she would make earrings out of flowers and things. So she was always crafty and she's always loved making a statement. So I definitely took after my grandma in that sense. And then combining it with the high taste level from my mother's side, it kind of made my little gay ass who I was. And a funny thing, growing up, I hated getting haircuts. I hated fashion. I hated shopping. I hated getting dressed. Um, I just didn't like it. I just wanted to play video games in the same pajamas all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went into middle school and I was like, I need new clothes. I want it all. Like I just changed completely because I realized fashion was my way of expressing myself without having to explain myself. Mm -hmm. So when I learned the power um, that fashion can have behind so much meaning, Mm -hmm. it is much deeper than what you're wearing. It is what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so then after, you know, growing up and watching and researching and trying to expose myself to as much fashion as possible. Um, I always thought I wanted to work in the fashion industry mm-hmm. and I moved to Los Angeles when I was 21 and I worked here. I've been working in fashion for, well, I worked previously in fashion for almost 10 years. Um, and I've done a lot of different things in that industry. And I just realized it was all toxic. And after that, I realized I love style. I don't love fashion. Interesting. Two very different things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love drag because Mm -hmm. drag brings the best out of fashion. Mm -hmm. Now, this is so funny. This is such, and I, and what's funny is I can enjoy both. But, you know, a couple of days ago, you and I did a private show for the, uh, uh, Discord people on the Patreon, right? And everyone listening right now knows all about the Patreon. By the way, if you want to hear that private show, you can go to patreon.com slash afterthought media. But let me tell you this, Christian. It's so funny how this is a much more like, like, I am professional Christian Ochoa. It, like, in other words, so season 14, you've watched these, these looks, I take it. Right? Of course. Of course. It. Are you, are you, speaking of bringing it to the runway, are you going, like, like, are you going to, like, what are you thinking? What is your general overall view of the, of the queens as a cast? Okay, so the promo. Let's talk about the promo versus their runway to meet the queens. Okay. The promo Candyland, bitch, that was one of my fucking favorite board games growing up, even as like 
an older teen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Candyland is just beautiful. I love the fantasy. It's very gay. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Um, yeah. It's very imaginative. And so I love the concept overall. I work in marketing now. Yeah. So I am in charge of conceptualizing shoots and mm-hmm. videos and stuff like that. So I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Love the color stories. I love their promo looks. And I'm confused. There's a disconnect between the promo looks Mm -hmm. and the runway for Meet the Queens. So why are they in their promo looks when they're being interviewed, but their runway, most of them brought a different outfit. And the only one that didn't is Carrie Colby. She wore the same one. So do you have thoughts on both looks? I do have thoughts oh on both God, looks. Girl, she is bringing it today. Bitch, I'm bringing it. I, I am hungover and whatever. I, oh, I will always bring oh, it. Oh, this is explaining the different personality. Now it all makes sense. Because, guys, let me tell you this. On Friday, she was like a feral cat being let out of a cage. And there was no straight, white, cisgendered person who was going to get in her fucking way. She was going to claw them down. And she was just reading the world for filth, right? I'm still that bitch, though. Yeah, you still are. But today you're very, like, the bitch has on glasses and works at a library. (laughs) You know? It's a different kind of reading. She is so, like, the she's she's, she's all that before she was all that. She's still in that wearing glasses and her hair's up in a bun. Girl, I'm a Libra. I give you versatility. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I give you versatility. It's 2021, baby. Everybody yeah. needs to be verse. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I'm like, who is this person right now? Like the other day, like there was nobody was safe last week. Bitch, and- no one's safe this week either. Oh, yeah, it's true. We haven't gotten into it yet. We have not gotten into it yet. Um, you know, um, so what, so we, so we learned about your history and now we know you work in marketing and stuff like that. But also, well, maybe we can learn about this later. You have a podcast that's coming out soon, right? Yes. So Joe and I actually know each other quite intimately, I would say now, because Mm -hmm. this cohort that we're in with Spotify is very like personal. Mm -hmm. I feel like we all really know each other. Well, the ones that choose to participate, right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe is keeping his mouth shut. No, Joe, just hey, they answer the question, right? Like after I had to say, okay, you guys, so quick tea. Joe and I are in a WhatsApp channel with all these participants from this Spotify podcasting competition. Mm-hmm. And it's 10 podcasts. So 10 creators are on this channel along mm-hmm. with the producers and the team that facilitates the program. Yeah. And Joe will fully ask a totally legitimate question in detail, no room for interpretation. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Joe's questions because I usually need the same answer. Even if I don't know that I have that question, Joe will help me realize, oh shit, I need to know this too. They left this bitch on red. Okay. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple people start having a whole other conversation yes. and then the producers and shit start responding to them. So then Joe is like, see, I told you they don't like me. And I said, don't worry. So then I like go on his thing because I'm very quiet in the WhatsApp channel. I don't really check okay. it. I- okay. Joe is going to give real tea after this story. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Christian and I have not even talked about this yet, but it brings up a very interesting conversation. But go ahead. But yeah, so then I re I reiterate, I go, hey, I have the same question Joe has. Can someone please answer this? And then they finally get to it. But it's just a little fucked up that they had a whole ass conversation okay. with while completely ignoring your question. So I have been crying and complaining about this to everyone who will listen in my personal life about what Christian's talking about. It's very true. Okay. And what I will tell you is my cousin yesterday, it is so funny, calls me in the morning and he goes, girl, go to HBO Max, go to, I don't know what the show is called, but I'm going to put the, I can't pull up HBO Max right now for some reason. I don't have my sign in right here, but um, is, what's the name of the show? Confessions of a Teenage uh, Sex Life Co-Ed or whatever? Oh, Sex Life of The Sex Life of College Girls by Mindy Kaling. Thank Mm -hmm. you. The Sex Life of College Girls by Mindy Kaling. He goes, go to the first episode. The timestamp is 11.11 and just look at this, right? And so I go, okay, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about at this point. So I go, and I don't even know the context because he goes right to the moment, right? 
And this fat gay kid with a Meet Me at McDonald's haircut stands up and goes, oh, my God, my entire life, I've just thought about how I'm going to come out when I get to college. This is the moment I've been waiting for. I am gay, everyone. And everyone's like, just stares at him. And then some little twink next to him goes, I've been out since I was 12. And everyone's like, aww. And I'm telling you, (laughs) right now, this is me and Christian. Christian just fucking... Okay, we have a lot of talk about here. Christian just goes like, work. And they all go like, oh my god. Bitch, we need to be best friends. We're gonna go on a road trip. We're gonna go pick up everybody. I make these carefully crafted jokes... (laughs) And it's like literal cricket. It's like, I might as well have just said, like, I love reading the Bible to unicorns, right? They just say nothing. They just stare right back at me. Christian just said, and then Christian goes, work, bitch. Uh, and, and you can see, like, one of the girls, he was like, bitch, don't even think you can't come in here with this new hair and not mention anything. And her face turns red and she looks down. And she's like, oh, my God, Christian paid attention to me. And I'm like, they <laughs> all live for Christian. And here's the deal. Here's my question to you, Christian, because this is what's clearly going on, right? And let's have a real talk about this. This is actually a really good gay conversation. Everything that Joe is saying, by the way, is a hundred percent true. He's not exaggerating it. I'm not lying. And it's funny that you bring up like you make carefully curated jokes. Why am I the only one that appreciates it? And that's literally how Joe and I got cool because I, I was falling for all the jokes. I thought they were hilarious, but my co-host was next to me and she listens to everything and she was like, I fucking love Joe. We've always loved Joe, but it's so weird to me because I completely agree with you. And it honestly makes me feel uncomfortable. that they blow so much smoke up my ass in front of everyone because it's not cool and like i said i don't i love fairness i'm all about fairness and it's like give everyone equal attention if you're gonna do this you know what i'm saying don't make it so obvious you can private dm me some of them have privately dm'd me which i respect more because it also puts me on a spot and it just makes me feel uncomfortable because i don't like other people feeling excluded so here, but here's the actual interesting part of the conversation. I'm, I'm fine, right? I'll live. You know, I'm lucky enough that I have my afterthoughts here to like welcome me in open arms whenever I need a lift me up, you know? It's like in that, do you know, have you seen the movie Soap Dish? That's like old gay guy TV. No. Okay. It's an old gay guy movie. And, um, it's actually from like the 80s with Sally Field and she's like a soap opera star. And there's a, a point where she's feeling down, right? She's depressed. And so Whoopi Goldberg's her friend, and and so says, "Come on, you're feeling down." And they just go walk in the mall, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I love you!" And it makes her feel better, right? So yeah. like, if I'm ever down, I can come here, and and I have my people here who will make me feel better. But the interesting gay question I have for you, and this, is, and because this is something I am an older gay man who like I I I had this what you have, you know, when I was 25. All right, mm-hmm. it, I don't have it anymore, which is fine. I kind of like it, actually. But my question to you is, there is a sort of, like, social... I wouldn't call it a problem. I don't know what the right word is, but this weird, almost, like, where straight women, some straight women, can treat us like an accessory, like a purse, you know, Mm -hmm. like a cute purse or cute shoes. And they want to collect a cute gay guy to sort of be their gay friend. And I sort of feel you live up to that... Uh, image of that you're the gay friend that everybody wants. You're the manic pixie gay boy. So I had to be that to survive living in Modesto. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like yeah. that is how I made it out of there. And that mm-hmm. is how I made the most, the best out of my circumstance of people. Mm-hmm. So I am used to having so many straight friends, right? And it really wasn't until I moved to Los Angeles that I grew a huge gay friend group. Mm-hmm. And so now it's pretty equal. I, I'm i surprised at how many gay friends I have as, as because I do agree with Joe. Um, there is like, it's almost like gays reach an expiration date, right? And then they're like no longer valuable to people. And so then it's all about the young people, right? But the thing is confidence comes at a price. 
And confidence is very expensive. And I think I just have the presence and I have done all the hard work to actually be genuinely confident. Mm -hmm. Because the reason why a lot of cis straight females want a queer bestie Mm -hmm. is because we are the most important, the most interesting part of their personality is that they're best friends with this gay guy, right? Mm -hmm. We are the interesting part. We bring the interest, the flair, the eccentricness, Mm -hmm. all of that. So it's like, but I don't let bitches treat me as an accessory. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that people can pick up on me. And so I use it to my advantage Mm -hmm. because guess what? At the end of the day, I've had so many disadvantages in my life that if I have to use my looks to get something, I'm going to do it because the universe threw me a bone. Mm-hmm. So it's like work with what you got, baby. If you got ma- a mouthpiece, personality, um, charisma, all of the things, like mm-hmm. that's just what you need to use because that's the way the universe made a way for you. Yeah, And I want to make something clear here. It's it, it's what I'm talking about. Yes, I don't. that doesn't happen anymore and I actually like it. But what I do have, and it gets, it's just the nature of being older, is I have actually a different problem, which is uh women and sometimes gay guys who are in relationships they're not happy in use me as marital substitutes. So I become oh, yeah. the sort of like either a replacement for their husband or a replacement for their boyfriend who doesn't pay attention to them. Um this happens with gay guys I know this happens with straight women who are in long-term relationships and now they use me as a supplement. I have some friends who it used to make me uncomfortable would call me sister husband because my- Oh hell no. You know, my girlfriend loved that she could hang out with me, but also her husband liked hanging out with me. And so, um, so go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's a complicated thing because some people, I mean, a lot of them usually do mean well, but they don't understand, right? So they need to do the work to learn. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not going to perform free fucking labor and teach people shit. Yeah. So it's like I put people in situations where I force them like to step up learn the right thing. Don't say stupid shit around me. Like, Hey, that was wrong. What you said, call it out. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to condition people. And at the end of the day, I'm not also going to let someone else tell my narrative for me. I'm a control freak when it comes to that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I am in charge of that narrative. And so are you. And we collectively as a community need to start reshaping that narrative for Mm -hmm. cis straight females or males, whoever it is. Right. Yeah. Wow, what an interesting conversation. So, uh, <laughs> but, th- but you know what, Christian, you know, everyone, you, as you know, as you're listening, Christian, Christian's new to the afterthought family. And this is one of the things I've talked to Christian about this. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with the audience. This is what I love about afterthought shows. I've, and I've said this to the audience. Do not come to us. If you want the real behind-the-scenes tea, if you want that for Dragula, go listen to Creatures of the Night. If you want it for Drag Race, go listen to um, uh, Race Chasers. You know, if you want that, you know, go. Li- if you want real tea, do not come to this show. This show is friends kicking about not only just the show, but topics surrounding the show, just being gay. You know, and yeah. so that's what people. Then people, and look, by now the audience knows that. So, uh, but you know, with that said. Let's actually go. So um, we have 14 new queens. Yes, we do. And how do you feel about like what I just said? Why did they fucking do a separate runway in a completely different look? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you something right now. All right. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. I fashion is invisible to me. Okay. I do not see. I am not wired that way. So when you said that, you blew my mind. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay? So, like, I don't see that. Just like yesterday, the other day, by the way, the, uh, Christian nearly fell out of his chair when he realized I was using St. Ives apricot scrub on my face. Okay? Yeah, girl. You you basically told me you're a cis white man who hates gays and yes. wants me to fucking burn. And Which help. means now I can be on, on RuPaul's Drag Race season 14. But, <laughs> but the point is that, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't notice that this is why you are a godsend. This is why you guys, we're going to meet uh, another, we're, we're, we're working in the, the, uh, bring it to the runway co-host slowly. So you're going to meet our other co-host in a couple episodes. And that's Jess, who is your best friend, mm-hmm. right? And, 
This is why I'm bringing you guys to the runway, so to speak, is because anyone who listens to our show knows. So we do Drag Race with a guy named Taylor the Latte Boy. He's the one that does the show with me for Drag Race. And Taylor actually likes the fashion. I have no patience for it, okay? I have no patience for it. I don't know about it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I just, I give my answer in a very simple way, okay? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you said they had two different outfits... All right. I was like, what? They did? Okay. Yeah, you didn't notice? No, I never notice these things. When you talk about shoes, I don't know what shoes. I don't know anything. I don't see it. We'll get ready to learn, bitch. I am. Because Maestra Cristina's in fucking the house. Okay. Yeah. We're bringing it to the runway. Okay. So now explain it to me. Teach it to me. Okay, so they started off by entering, you know, their little, it was a cute little arcade setup, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so they did this runway starting off with Alyssa Hunter, mm -hmm. who, I mean, gorgeous walk, gorgeous strut, the padding on point. She wore a cat suit, which is a basic silhouette for a queen. But there was so many details in it. I mean, all the textures. She had wires coming out of her titty, going down mm -hmm. the arm. She had a gorgeous shoe to go with it. She had a fascinator on her head. She had the blue lips with the matching makeup. She looked really, really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And to me, she looked like she was the most on brand for the theme. Okay. But that's also what was confusing. It looked like they were all doing something completely separate. Like none of it was cohesive. So I'm really confused as to like what was the um prompt that they were given, right? Mm -hmm. It's like what were they handed? Because it looked like there was a lot of confusion. Well, can I ask you a question? I'm just going to be a little bit more of show host here, right? But let me ask you a mm -hmm. question. Let's just get this out of the way. For the actual queen reveal right where they did the walk-in okay not the promo mm -hmm. just when they actually walked in what did you think of simone winner of season 13 simone's look i liked it um i honestly thought it was a lot going on i get that this is drag but mm -hmm. she is one of those queens that does not need that much to make a statement i didn't really like her headpiece mm -hmm. i feel like it was perfect without the headpiece mm -hmm. um also her hosting abilities mm, I feel like she was trying to be RuPaul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was just not natural. And I'm like, Simone, you're a star. You don't need to do all that. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need to do all that. So I just felt like it was like, and then, and then, and like, and I'm like, girl, the fluctuations, it was just like a little trying too hard. I feel like maybe she was a little nervous. Well, it's one of these things too, where I, uh, it used to be a time, maybe it's still true, that anytime I did an impression of somebody, it would eventually, turn into Jerry Seinfeld. I could do an impression of Madonna and eventually be like, oh, I'm Madonna. What am I doing here? Right? Yeah. And I feel with Simone, she's going to that way where now every time she talks, eventually, if you give her enough sentences, she'll go to that factory character. You know? Yeah. Her cadence is getting super repetitive. Like, yeah. it's just not... I'm like, girl, you just sound like... It's just very much a character, which I know that her personality is very different in drag versus out of drag. Yeah. So I feel like that's what happens to those queens. You know how they say like, oh, once I have the drag on, I completely change. I'm this mm -hmm. person. It helps me be more confident. Mm -hmm. Well, when I do drag personally and I go out and shit, I'm the same wait, bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I was looking at something. I wasn't even looking at you. You do drag? I don't do drag professionally, but I will get up in the geesh occasionally with some fags, and then we'll all get a kiki going, and then we're all in our little heels, uh -huh. and we'll all do a little lip sync number for each other, and uh -huh. bitch, I look cunt, okay? As, you, what you're imagining, yeah. I look like, okay? Uh, no, are I you, look are, like. Are you wearing the beard? Are you keeping the beard and everything, too, or are you? No, I'll oh. shave everything down. Yeah, my beard uh -huh. just comes and goes. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, so you did the runway right now for, uh, Al Alyssa Hunter, correct? Yeah. Uh, Miss Puerto Rico, who said her inspiration is like Alyssa Edwards and, um, uh, pageant, uh, Miss Continental, a former Miss Continental, um, by the last name of Hunter. Okay. Yeah. So she says that's her inspo. She's 26 years young. Mm -hmm. Um, her promo look, 
I mean, gag. That wig, that makeup, that fucking everything. I'm obsessed with her, mm-hmm. and she's someone that I'm really excited to see more from. I'm mm-hmm. so happy. The more Latinx queens, the better. We need more. Yeah. Um. Okay, very good. She's like a young Yara Sofia. And I don't like comparing queens to each other, mm-hmm. but bitch, it's season 14. They're all just building on each other's shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. Who's next on your list? Angeria. Okay. Tell us about Angeria. Now, are you, now, are you talking about, what are you talking about? You're talking about the promo looks? I only have the runway. I'm talking about their runway looks. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to watch it. Okay. That's what I was, that's what I was queuing up, girl. I was queuing up the runway looks. Let me see if I can get, right now I'm still on Alyssa Hunter. On her. Can you put the pictures up I for can, us? I can share it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold yeah, let's share it. We're going to share it. Hold on. So that you can see the details that I'm going, that I'm like deconstructing and dissecting and pointing mm-hmm. out. Sure. But I will say with Angeria, starting off just fresh off the bat, her face is beautiful. Like she has one of the most beautiful faces I've seen that's made for drag. Mm-hmm. It is very unique. She has those gorgeous big brown eyes. Her structure is there. I feel like out of drag I haven't seen her face. I'm really interested to see her canvas, but she clearly has the canvas for makeup. Mm-hmm. She claims to be like this makeup artist girl. She's like, oh, people can expect me to be painted the house down. But I'm like, if you are, you wouldn't make your nose contour crooked. Mm-hmm. So that really confused me because I think she's just has a beautiful face and that helps a lot mm-hmm. with the makeup. But I don't think she's that talented of a makeup artist, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not really impressed by her makeup skills, but I do think she has a beautiful face. Now, It's a bodysuit with a fucking cape. I hate that. It's like, uh, we can expect we're all going to wear the thigh-high pleaser boot with a fucking bodysuit, and they're going to think some shoulder padding and some opera-length gloves and, like, a cape's going to do it. It's not going to do it. Um, She does look cool. She looks like a villain, but... Again, this is like RuPaul's Drag Race. You need to make the most out of every moment that you are being that you're on television. So it's like, no. And the camo didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like this color palette. Again, what the fuck is the theme? Because oh, some of them seem is. to get a prompt. Okay, wait, stop. This is this is where I learned something. She is wearing camouflage. I never noticed until right now. How do you see this? So my cousin Natalie, who used to do our fashion stuff with us before, her and her friend Javi, and I would be always so amazed. She would be like, she would just look at it and go like, she would clock everything. Boom, 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 boom. I cannot see that. I it's insane. I, I I find that very impressive, I'll be honest with you. All right. Go oh my ahead. god, who is this Bosco? Yeah. But did okay. you have anything else did you have anything else to say about Nigeria? No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. So now we are doing Bosco. Now once again everyone should know that uh um Christian and I can see it. We're seeing it together. All right. So that's why that's why he said that. Okay, go ahead. So Bosco and the red latex lingerie, way too fucking simple. Um, I'm not into it. The mug is pretty, mm-hmm. but it's nothing special. Again, thigh-high platform pleaser boots. It's like we've seen five bitches wearing them already. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the accessories, but again, this silhouette's not giving, bitch. And that ass in the Meet the Queens, when they're interviewing her, they're like, she's like, Everyone's gonna get, everyone's gonna love this fat ass. Da, da, da. Talking so much about her ass. And then she turns around. I'm like, bitch, if that's not a fucking scallion pancake, <laughs> bitch, that is not an ass worth being proud of. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm all about being body positive. Yeah. Little asses need love too. But no, bitch, get your Paris Hilton booty out of here. It is not fucking impressive at all. It is flat. You could, I would assume someone that has so much pride with their ass and shows it off so much would mm-hmm. fucking do some more lunges and squats. And again, not trying to body shame her, but if you're going to make your ass the end all be all and the main focal point of your drag, it needs Mm -hmm. to look right. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, she should have contoured bronzed it something so it can read on camera. This bitch is pasty as fuck. Now I'm a pasty bitch too. So it's like we bronzers, your best friend, especially under lighting, especially under cameras, bitch. If you're going to show your body, at least do some body makeup. They make body foundation too. And so it's like, 
No, 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 no. Hated it, hated it. Flat hair, flat silhouette. She wasn't corseted. She wasn't padded. She just looked like a fucking white piece, like Gumby. Just Gumby walking down the <laughs> runway. Not cute. Did not like Bosco. I find Bosco very annoying, not interesting, and I'm not interested in seeing more from this bitch. Next. So that's a toot or a boot? Major All right. boot. All right, here we go. Fashion fail. All right, who is this that we're looking at? I think it's Diabetti. Um, I love the color palette. Let me start off. Love the color palette. I love the wig. I like her makeup. I don't think she has, I think she has a very difficult masculine face, right? Mm -hmm. To make, to soften and make feminine. And I Mm -hmm. do think some of her makeup skills are just accentuating her man face. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me like she's going more for like femme realness. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a fail there. I think she needs to work on her makeup skills, especially if you're going on RuPaul's Drag Race. But I mean, the lip, the nose and the eye makeup. So her color cosmetic work is gorgeous Mm -hmm. but she needs to work on her um complexion and again love the nails and the color palette the wig but what the fuck is she wearing she's literally wearing a plain ass cocktail dress with some like nasty raffia like fuchsia palm print embellishment it's very confusing her Mm -hmm. shoulder pads are going in opposite directions not cute Mm -hmm. it's too club it's too cocktail i don't fuck with cocktail for the runway cocktail is for the club cocktail dresses are for the club they're not for a fucking runway Mm -hmm. um no hated it so i did not like it i felt like it was a major miss but i do love the color palette all right, very good. Yeah, it seemed like the person we were talking about has come back. She's come back from the from the dead, <laughs> resurrected. All right, who do we have next? Okay, next we have Deja Sky. Gorgeous. Oh my god, loved this. This was like the first look that really made me. I was like really relieved. First off. The fucking wig, it might not be the biggest silhouette, but that bounce, that curl, that fucking flowing in the wind with every mm-hmm. pump that she strutted with, loved it. The suit is a Christian Coan reference, which I love. It's like the baby pink glitter suit that Lady Gaga wore. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He made for Gaga. Paris Hilton has worn it. Gucci did a similar knockoff of it. Um, and it's, I like the silhouette. It's grand. Um, I love suiting on, um, on the girls. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, love the nails. The silhouette is on point. She's a bigger girl. So she knows she needs grander volume. Mm-hmm. So she cinched it in with this huge bow, um, bringing us that reference. It's lavender, like a mm-hmm. silk, satiny vibe, crinoline, mm-hmm. um, big, like, puffy bustle skirt i liked it i really liked it i liked the pump with it it was sophisticated um and her mug is really really pretty i'm really interested in seeing more from deja sky let me ask you a question because you had said you're all about body positivity but big girls typically especially when it comes to the fashion have a very very tough time on this show what? Yeah, yeah, because what they don't it? understand proportion and silhouette. And it's honestly like if anybody has taken a basic art course, you learn about composition. Mm-hmm. And when you're a bigger girl, mm-hmm. you need to have bigger hair. Why did you, need you to stop and bigger stare at me? Why did you stop and stare? You paused and you stared at me. When you said um, when you're a bigger girl and you pause and you start <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're like, bitch, that sounded a little pointed. Yeah. Just... <laughs> no, like think right now. you guys think Eureka O'Hara. Eureka yeah. O'Hara knows it honestly, Eureka looks huge on camera. In person, she's not that big. She she I would say she has a she's really not that big in person mm-hmm. out of drag. Mm-hmm. But in drag, the bitch knows she needs some tall shoes because she's a big bitch. She needs some very why padding she you know knows how to wear her breasts correct she knows how to cinch that waist mm-hmm. she knows how to um wear big pads big hair big mm-hmm. makeup yeah. so she looks proportionally correct mm-hmm. when you're a big girl proportions matter that's the biggest thing when it comes to your body and i don't really like it when girls use it as an excuse it's like girl you've been big your whole life you should know how to dress yourself mm-hmm. you've been 30 years on this planet baby i'm sure you know i'm not gonna I, I can say the same thing american clothing isn't made for my frame i have 
extremely narrow shoulders. I don't have a stereotypically or not uh, the typical masculine build, right? Which is an upside down triangle, broad shoulders, and you get more narrow as you go down where a woman is a pear shaped where she's narrow shoulders and she gets broader as you come down. Then there's the middle which is just a straight line. That's the body shape that I am in, just long and lean, which I like, but I need to understand I need to find clothing that helps my silhouette, Mm -hmm. not clothing that's going to make me look smaller, bigger. Well, it just depends. But the thing is, people need to understand their body. And I feel like bigger girls on this show maybe haven't done the work to really, truly embrace being a bigger girl. They say it, but bitch, show me. Show me that you've embraced that you're a big bitch Mm -hmm. don't tell me i'm the big girl it's time for a big girl to be crowned we need more fat representation it's like girl we've heard it all it's just just be that bitch don't tell me about it be that bitch all right very good okay so you're saying deja sky is deja's doing it right so you're saying so far based on this runway deja sky is doing it right you're liking her she looks ask- very glamorous. She's so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you this, but let me see. Could you, could you do a thing where you rank them? Not now, but could you do that? Yeah, totally, All totally. Right. Let's see I'd who's be coming into next. It. Coming down the runway next is who? Jasmine Kennedy. Okay, this mm-hmm. I'm very unamused by what she's wearing because she's wearing an orange cocktail oh, dress. Wait, I thought her deal. doing a backflip as she's coming down the runway was very thirsty. Bitch, you should have saved that move for later. The hair is very flat. Um, she, but <laughs> I will say. Mm-hmm. This is probably the bitch I identify the most with. This is me in drag. I'd probably wear something like this. The makeup is beautiful. The hair is gorgeous, even though it's flat. Mm -hmm. She looks beautiful. She looks pretty. I'm not saying she doesn't look good. I'm just saying for your introduction to the world, Mm -hmm. this is underwhelming. A cocktail dress is underwhelming. Now, it's a really nice cocktail dress. There's a lot of detail involved. I love the big diamond hoop. Like I said, the mug is gorge. The fucking unit looks human. It's moving like a human. And I'm very impressed by her athletic ability. But this is too simple for me. Mm-hmm. But she is a really pretty girl. And um, she does remind me a little bit of Gigi Good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, the makeup, for sure. Um, but... I, I am very curious to see more of this girl. I thought her, her interview was better and her interview look was better, too. All right, here we go. So uh, we're watching uh, Jasmine Kennedy walk back down the runway. And she's giving me stripper. She's giving me showgirl, which I love. I love girls that are like that. Okay, Georges. Now, this is how you do streetwalker on the runway. This is how, you, if you want to glam up streetwalker, again, she's wearing a very simple silhouette, so I sound like a hypocrite, but this is giving me streetwalker. She's wearing the quintessential stripper heel. This is like every stripper's first heel. The clear lucite pleaser stiletto. Mm-hmm. She's giving such a simple basic silhouette, but it is cunt. And her her uh dip at the end was very clean. Her hair color is gorgeous. Her makeup is stunning. Mm-hmm. That blue PVC works on her skin tone. Um, she's giving me Latina realness, and mm-hmm. I liked it on her. I I think with her, she gave me a stronger point of view. And that's why the simplicity works. Very good. Well, why don't we do this, Krishna? I mean, that's amazing. This is probably the best runway we've ever done on this show. But uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to do the rest of the girls. We'll be back right after this. Perfect. are back here to do the second half of the queens and i realized i was so excited by christian giving um uh his thoughts that we forgot to do the toots and the boots and so we will do that here for the second half of the show all right christian who do we have coming down the runway next 
Next, we have June Jambalaya. And let me just say, this bitch looks like she did not get the memo again, the prompt, but I loved it. And this is how a big bitch dress is. I don't understand why bigger girls, um, well, actually, I do understand. Um, so let me take it before I even stick my foot in my mouth. But I love this silhouette. I love the gingham. A gingham is very tricky to make look expensive. And I think her dress looks expensive, but she's giving us such a hood bitch fantasy. So I love the juxtaposition. And then that reveal of the cape with the street graffiti jambalaya going down that like gorgeous chocolate silk. I lived, I think she is one of the queens that interests me the most. That is how you walk in and captivate an audience. That's how you make bitches want to know more about you. She's obviously tacky. She's obviously tacky, but that is her POV. And that is obviously helping elevate her somewhat elevated fashion look. So I really like it. I love the chocolate brown patent pump. Um, and what I was going to say earlier, I don't understand why bigger girls always wear such short heels, but I do understand because shoes aren't always friendly mm-hmm. for bigger girls and the heels don't always support the weight. Mm-hmm. But this girl doesn't let that stop her. She's wearing a really nice pump. I love height. I hate kitten heels. So I'm really happy she's wearing a nice four inch pump. It seems like three and a half inch. The, um, the braiding detail, the part down the middle, the hair color, love the unit. I love this girl. Um, I love the simple makeup too. Um, it's not typical drag makeup and I think it really works for her. So I really am excited to get to know, um, June Jambalaya. I think she has very clear references. It reminds me of Simone in that aspect, um, that she has very strong references and a very strong point of view. And that's very important with fashion. So loved it, loved her attitude coming down, the hair flips, the nail details. She has June dangling and rhinestones off of her nails. So ghetto. So not practical. I live. I live for this bitch. I cannot wait to get to know her more. What is the deal with the weird turtleneck or shirt she's wearing? I think she's just wearing like a like a flesh toned um, mock neck catsuit under, probably just to help her arms. Um, maybe just because she didn't want to reveal, like, show bareness, mm. chest. I don't know. Maybe it helps her silhouette. Maybe it's part of her. It's like a full body stocking. So I honestly don't mind it. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. But if we are getting nitpicky, it is a little wrinkly and it could be a little bit more fitted to her body. Okay. So and it is, would be less distracting to you, probably. This is where I'm going to ask you toot or boot. And if you want to, you and Jess can come up with your own terms. But for today, we'll use toot or boot. And where we're a little bit different is um, I I have no control over this, okay? But there are wrong answers and right answers. And if you get the answer correct, you're going to hear this. And if you get the answer incorrect, you're going to hear this. Okay? Okay. So is it a toot or is it a boot for you? Major toot for me. All right. Very good. All right. Let us go on to the next queen coming down the runway. Now, Christian, so far, you're doing this, uh, you're having fun so far while you're doing this, having a good time? Oh my god, I'm living, and I really can't wait to talk about Miss Carrie Colby. Okay. Coming down next, trans woman from LA. I've had the pleasure of meeting her. She, let me just say, y'all, she is as beautiful as she is on camera as she is in person. Okay, she looks exactly the same. I actually recently saw her perform at Redline a few months ago. Uh I had no idea she was going to be on the show. She's absolutely gorgeous. I'm so happy they're letting the dolls participate. I know there's another doll on the cast, right? Mm -hmm. Um, She is just, I mean, that human hair. She, I know she makes her own wigs. um, And she is just so, I think she's just so stunning. I cannot wait to get to know more about her. I mean, that fucking face. I don't think I think between her and Alyssa Hunter, they're probably the prettiest mm-hmm. um, of the cast in terms of like just everything. And I'm living for this like pink latex, nude corseted. It's giving me like a Maria Gracia Churi for Dior moment. And then she has all these 
embellishments on. It is just so cute. That like pink latex bow, which I'm usually not always a fan of bows. And especially when they're like on the side and then they have like weird length hanging. But on her, it works. Her legs look gorgeous. The shoes, I'm so happy she paid attention she added those embellishments onto that basic pleaser and she elevated it. She made it work for her look. Mm-hmm. Um, the opera length gloves. I mean, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous all around in my opinion. Um, and I want to say she's part of the Colby family, obviously, if she has the last name. So they're very iconic. And I'm so happy we're finally seeing a Colby on Drag Race. They really know their fucking drag. They're gorgeous. All of them. Um, And yeah, I'm so excited to get to see more of her on the show. I want to get a little peek behind the curtain to the audience. When Christian is doing this, I'm watching him and he's not even looking at me. Who would? He's watching the screen and he is living. He is like touching himself and his face lights up and he's like really animated. So he's not just like stone face delivering, uh, his gay minstrel show here. He is like living his fantasy right now talking about this. You can totally see it. You're like a kid on Christmas. I am because this is what I live for. Honestly, this, um, drag is just such a beautiful art form, especially for us queer people. Um, it is so important. And so I really am a true fan of the art form and that's mm-hmm. why I love it. And I understand the hard work it is to get yourself in this, in these looks and how mm-hmm. uncomfortable they are. But I mean, they're killing it so far. All right, well, let's move on. Who do we have next on the runway? A major disappointment is what we have next on the runway. Miss Cornbread herself. Girl, what in the f- girl? Okay, again, what the fuck was the prompt? Oh, wait, hold on, we got to backtrack. Okay, pause this. Carrie Colby's the one that's wearing the same look. They're all wearing a different look, walking into the runway, mm-hmm. and Carrie's the only one that's wearing the same one from the promo. So okay. let's talk about that. What do you think they were told? Where's the disconnect? What would you have preferred to see? You're asking the wrong queen. I don't I don't even know I mean I know what you're talking about but I I wouldn't have any preference. Like you're telling me cornbread looks horrible I'm like okay. Okay, listen. Cornbread looks bad because look, I can tell the bitch is super hot. She's wearing like a black um velour catsuit. Very simple. Every bitch has that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's covering her hands with a glove which if you have really rough hands and you're mm-hmm. trying to give a certain fantasy yes cover up your man hands but it's so simple it's so basic and then i also don't understand the concept she just has random chains Mm -hmm. um like this is great for a club gig and for a performance but bitch this is not runway the hair is way too small she's way too big for such small hair Mm -hmm. um i don't like it her mug is beautiful but when they interview her i was like bitch why don't you give me this because i loved her promo Mm -hmm. so it was just a little letdown and i really like her personality and i can tell i really want to know more of her Mm -hmm. i love her name that shit's hilarious cornbread who doesn't love fucking cornbread okay you're crazy if you don't um but i i am really excited to get to know more of her i was just disappointed with her entrance Mm -hmm. um it kind of reminded me of a bank teller (laughs) i don't know why she reminds me of a bank teller like this is like a real woman that i'd go to wells fargo and she'd help me like deposit money into my landlord's account or some shit but i was just i don't know i was disappointed or i could see like retta from parks and rec realness exactly so it's just too too basic um for this grand stage you know let's maximize every opportunity we have right when we're being showcased because they don't know when it's going to be their last moment on television right so it's like let's take advantage and so um but her promo looks so fab and i wish she would have brought in more of that element into this all right very good so cornbread i'm assuming then cornbread in your book gets a boot she definitely gets a boot, but that body bitch is banging. I love that body. Again, she's wearing biscuit heels, like little ass kitten heels, which I hate. When you're big, it's like, girl, I need a bigger shoe. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause it, she just looks stumpy, but her body, gorgeous. Like those titties, that booty, that waist. I just feel like she should have done a bigger hair and something more detailed. All right. Who do we have next down the runway? Next, we have Lady Camden. Girl, no. 
straight up not feeling her the mug cute the the wig i do like the wig the wig is fun Mm -hmm. the shoes are different but um no i hate this like weird 80s track suit reference Mm -hmm. her body looks gorgeous obviously she's skinny she's thin she's athletic but Mm -hmm. They rely way too much on their body, it feels like. And the clothes is not doing it for me. She, It's giving Jocelyn Fox when she would just wear, like, lingerie and, like, mm-hmm. a shit ton of necklaces. Mm-hmm. I'm not into it. So, no, I did not like Lady Camden's look. I hated the colors it and the textures. It just didn't work for me. And she's a pretty girl. She has a nice body. I do like the wig. But, no, no, this is a dance costume. And this is not a dance challenge. So, no, That's a not boot. runway. That is a boot for you to take it. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we have one of the most talked about queens this season. Go ahead. Tell me why she's the most talked about, because I don't know about her. She is a cis-straight male. Ooh, wait. Well, it's funny, because she's giving Gottmik. Yeah. She's giving major Gottmik. But I will say, bitch, Maddie Morphosis? Brought it. This is probably my favorite out of all the runways. It gives me Amelia Pucci, this Technicolor fantasy. It goes with the theme, if there is a theme, because I'm still, again, every other one looks like they belong on the same runway, and then the other ones look like they're doing something completely different. The headpiece, I mean, this is Club Kid Extravaganza done well. It is a simple silhouette when it comes to what she's wearing on her body. But the headpiece is grand. It's extreme. The mug looks gorgeous. It looks like a similar painting technique as Gottmik, but you can tell it's not Gottmik. It doesn't look like Gottmik. It's just, mm-hmm. it looks like a Gottmik reference. Yeah. Um, I think if she painted on a little warmer, it might help her break away from Gottmik and being mm-hmm. compared to her. Mm-hmm. But overall, I loved this look. Very fashionable, very club kid. I really, really liked it. All right. Very good. Um, what, what, what Do you have a take on this controversy about whether a straight cis male should be on Drag Race? Well, let me ask you this. Why not? If we are fighting for inclusivity and for being recognized and for a wider safe space, why not also reciprocate that? You know, I'm, a, I'm all for exclusivity and stuff like that too but like really why not this is just pushing the boundaries of drag and i feel like drag is for everyone and if it's a drag competition that's what we should be judging is their drag ability but what would you say to someone who said to you well you know this show in particular has not necessarily been so welcoming to cis women or, you know, other people, like maybe, th- and also maybe there should be safe spaces for queers. And now, you know, white, straight, heterosis men coming in. It seems like they're coming into our spaces. I mean, well, you guys, didn't we have one on UK season, like that kitty person, the cat person who had a girlfriend? He oh, was a cis white male. Right. I forgot yeah. about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, okay, so let me just say this. So the kitty bitch, I don't even remember her name. That's mm-hmm. how, like, disappointing their drag was to me. And I don't think they had any business in the competition. They didn't bring anything. And so that's how you don't do it. But if you're going to bring drag and take it seriously, and you really appreciate the art form, and you have respect for it, mm-hmm. and you really push yourself, I think then, yes, you you are respecting the art form. So I mm-hmm. think... Yes, that's how you do it well. But the kitty person, I didn't care for it at all. That character just didn't work. Um, and like, who did we just have? The gorgeous woman who was amazing um, on UK season three, but she had to go home early because she injured herself. What Victoria was her name? Scone. Victoria Scone. Okay, see, like that's an AFAB queen. And I thought she did exceptional. And honestly, controversial or not opinion of mine, I don't know. I don't care. But like cis white males and AFAB girls are just going to have to try a little harder, you know, because uh, but as long as they try hard enough, I think they should be welcomed into the space. (laughs) To be honest, I don't see them as a threat. You guys, I don't see a plethora of fucking white cis straight males invading drag race or being that eager to invade drag race to be honest i don't think it's something that we should like 
be so like, oh my God, um, hung up on, you know, it's like, bitch, it's just drag. Like it's meant to be fun. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, let's move on with the competition. We have coming down the runway next is who? Orion Story. Um, I don't understand the name. I didn't get a chance to listen to their interviews. So I'm curious about that. The wig is cute. I like the color. She looks like a young Suzanne Barch. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I thought was, oh my God, Suzanne Barch in her twenties. Um, I, do you know who that is? Yeah, she's like a party person, right? Mm -hmm. I just, I literally just saw her in October. I was mm -hmm. at one of her parties mm -hmm. that her and Amanda Lepore host, um, at LeVan at the Standard in Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Um, and she looks gorgeous as always. She's also been, she's responsible for discovering RuPaul. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been a guest judge. Gorgeous. Um, gorgeous girl. Hate the look. What the fuck is that little like? Black, cheap, pleather, uh, polyester dress. Hated it. Um, did not like it. It was way too simple. It's not just because you splattered a bunch of neon paint on it doesn't mean you're serving, you know? But I do appreciate that she brought it to the gloves and she brought it down to the shoes to make it cohesive. But no, it was a very disappointing basic silhouette. It looks like a dress you could buy at the mall mm -hmm. and then you just buy, you know, um, some gloves to go with it and then you paint shit on it. I don't know. I didn't like it. It works for a club. It works for a performance, but I didn't get a clear point of view. No, did not like it. Major letdown for me. All right, and then who's the last one down the runway? Then we have um, Little Miss Willow Pill. Mm -hmm. Don't understand the name. Um, hate the Club Kid boots. Let me just start off by saying, oh. no, why those shoes? No, hate those shoes. How to fit. Yeah, I don't like moon boots. I don't like them. Um, I don't like this look. I don't understand what she's trying to say. Mm -hmm. I love the sweater, like for me, but not for runway and not for drag race. And this mm -hmm. beanie, it's like she's trying to make like ready to wear. Like it kind of reminds me of Libertine with the stoning on mm -hmm. the like emoji that she has on the sweater, which I do like that part, but everything else I don't like. I don't like it. It's too simple. It's too basic. It's too club for me. It is not runway. I don't understand her movements. I don't understand what she's trying to say. It's just a flat out no for me. The sweater is cute, but it just does not work for this runway. Um, her hair is flat. It's just a flat performance, flat runway, flat walk. I don't feel like you could serve a fierce walk in those shoes, to be honest. They're too flat. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. We just, we just buzzed through all of those queens. Now, let me ask you this, Christian. Now that we've gone through all the queens, I'm not gonna ask you to I'm not gonna actually ask you to rank them, but why don't we separate them into groups? Who are the standout great ones, the meh, and the just no girl? No. The girls that did it for me and gave me some fantasy, June Jambalaya for sure. Um Carrie Colby, obviously. I'm already like gagged. Um uh, what's, what's her face? Um, Maddie dysmorphia or whatever. Mm -hmm. Love, I mean, Maddie morphosis. There we go. Dysmorphia diaspora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, loved that. Obviously amazing. Georges totally stood out to me. And obviously Alyssa Hunter mm -hmm. really, really liked those girls. Who were the ones that were kind of in the middle for you? My in between is Jasmine Kennedy and cornbread. Oh, cornbread was in the middle. Mm hmm. Just because cornbread didn't bring it for me, I'm still so interested to see more about her. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, in terms of impression, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm gagged. I want to see more about her. I could tell she has a lot to offer. She just let me down this, this challenge. And then who are the girls that are no girl, no? Oh, okay. Angeria. Uh, well, it's like, it's hard because I really want to love Angeria and I do like her personality. She reminds me of Heidi in Closet, but no, the, the look is just like something I've seen, you know? Um, I was disappointed. Bosco, total flat out. No. Diabetti. Um, no, absolutely not. Uh, oh, Deja Sky's in my top two. I forgot to bring her up. I okay. did love Deja Sky. She was the one in the glitter suit. Yeah. Um, ja, let's see. Um, 
Lady Camden hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, Orion's story did not like her at all either. And Willow Pill, no. Willow Pill thought she was doing something without doing much, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of effort to not do much for me. Okay. Now I'm going to extend this even further. In terms of what you, what you just, just what you've seen so far, just what you've seen so far. We're starting a baseline here. Okay. How does this compare? Cause you are, as, as you said, uh, on the last show, something about you're a fag who loves drag or what did you say again? Uh, that sounds like something that would definitely come out of my mouth. So <laughs> probably. Yes. Where does this runway fall for you in first looks for the other seasons? Okay, so that's a very hard question because obviously now that we're in season 14, everything has to be grander, bigger, more, which requires more resources. So it's harder to impress people. So it's kind of not fair to say because it just feels Mm -hmm. like every season it keeps getting, you know, it's like we have to outdo the next season and then the next one and then the next one. And, you know, there was all that controversy coming out with like how much it costs to get your package ready Mm -hmm. for drag race. But I'm not, I'm not surprised by these numbers because if you guys know anything about like pageantry, drag pageantry and all of that, which this show is completely based off of. Mm -hmm. So people should understand that, that that's a baseline Mm -hmm. that the show is based off of a combination of ballroom and pageantry Mm -hmm. and girl to go to continental these bitches drop so much money it's like your year's worth of salary just for this one event drag is very expensive so um again that's another reason why i wish it's so hard to ask the girls so you're going to do a whole separate look for the runway when you walk in and then for your promo you're going to be sitting and being interviewed and photographed in your promo look i wish they would have just done the promo look for the whole thing because everybody came with a decent promo look mm-hmm. um it does look like the girls are dropping a lot of money and mm-hmm. some maybe the runway portion they had to just pull something that they had already you know mm-hmm. um so it's hard to answer that question but um I think these queens, they're looking a little inexperienced. I'm not going to lie. Some of them look like they haven't been in the game long enough. And I'm not saying that you need a fuck ton of experience, but you do need at least, I don't know. It's hard because you can tell they're all like drag race, baby boom queens, Mm -hmm. you know, like they were inspired to do drag from watching the show, Mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with, but it just means that they might not have a lot of experience to bring. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very clear that a lot of these girls um, don't have experience uh, as much experience with drag. Um, So that's how I feel about it. Let me rephrase the question in a different way. And this is going to be only for this season. Are you excited for this cast? So these, this looking at this, evaluating these looks make you excited for this season. Honestly, I hate to admit this, but not really, mm-hmm. not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's clearly a few standouts, but no, I'm not. Like last last season, I was like, "Fuck yeah! Oh my god, it's going to be so good." The season before that, um, season twelve, mm, not really. So this is giving me season twelve energy, to be honest. Why don't we leave it on that note? Um, Christian, people I know for a fact are going to be wanting to know where they can find you on social media. Where, they, where can they find you? Where can, where can we all find you and follow you on all your socials? You guys can follow me on Instagram. It's the best way to find me at hella underscore Christian. Christian spelled like the religion. And it's hella like the weird thing that Northern Californians say. Yes, because I'm true to my roots, bitch. And it's not weird because I'm noticing a lot of SoCal girls are trying to take it. And I'm like, oh, you're from NorCal. No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> so yeah, hella Christian. Hella Do you put Christian. ranch dressing on your pizza? Is that another NorCal thing? I love ranch on my pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a NorCal thing. I didn't know it was a NorCal exclusive <laughs> thing, but yes, I love ranch on my pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. And then we never got a chance to really talk about, uh, your podcast. Did you want to talk about it? It's not, it hasn't arrived yet, but did you want to talk about it or no? Yeah, let's talk about it. So my roommate, bestie, co-host, Jay Curves and I have a podcast about deconstructing and decolonizing sexuality in the Latinx community. It is called All Perras Go to Heaven, La Que Espera, El Cielo La Espera. 
And it is um, really for the kids that grew up like us, feeling very ostracized, um, being the pink ships of the family, being the ones that were always told what was wrong with us. You're crazy. You're too loud. You're too this. Why do you wear that? Calm it down. You're too out there. Like, butch it up. Be a little bit more manly. Stop being like this. Jessica, be more like a lady. And, like, no. We're like, fuck that. My urges are natural. And um, we're very sex positive on the podcast. We talk about all of our salacious stories and sexual encounters and experiences because I... What helped me come like understand my sexuality was listening to people talk about sex and talk about queer experiences. And we need to talk about queer stories um, to continue to create queer safe spaces, safety in the community overall. So this is about helping you understand your sexuality and liberty, liberating yourself sexually. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to tell you something. This is coming straight from the heart. I could not be happier to have you part of the Afterthought Media family. Oh, thank you so much, Jill. I'm not going to lie to you. I was so wet and honored and like happy when you were like, would you be down? I was like, oh my God, what? Like me? Well, really? Can, it's so funny. Can I, I know we're going to kiss each other's ass. You know what? Let's, go, let's end the show right here. We'll come back. So guys, this is a new show. Bring it to the runway. Me, Christian, and Jess will be covering the looks every week for season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, guys, get up in the DMs, follow me, I'll follow you back for sure. I'm not a bitch, but I do work in social media and I do manage a skincare brand account, so I'm not on my personal account as much. So if I don't respond, it's just because I'm very overwhelmed, you guys. I I, um, working in social media makes you not want to be on it because then you just feel like you're working, so... All right. We'll see you guys when the show comes back uh, the week after January 7th. We'll see you guys then. Yes. Can't wait.